welcome to Business Made Simple. I'm your host, Tim Mansour, and co-host and wife, Crystal Mansour. We are broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio here on Business Radio X. Today, we are talking uh, family business on wheels. Of all things, that's great. We want to welcome two special guests. They are a father and son team that's very well known in the car and the RV business. Uh, we want to welcome Mr. Maxie Price Jr. of Maxie Price Chevrolet and Maxie Price III of Maxie Price RV, where they are both located in Loganville, Georgia. We're excited about having both of you today. We appreciate you coming. Uh, I've known these guys, especially Maxie Jr., I guess 30 plus years, and uh, his son, which played ball with my son, at least 20 plus years. Uh, they're great business people, uh, good people inside and out. We're, we're just proud to have them here today. Uh, on our other episodes, if you, you, we've talked about family businesses, and we've talked about a lot of different ways on how you got started. Also, as you remember, we talked to my son, Corey, and sometimes as parents, we always think we know what's best for them. Um, you just never know. I mean, in this business, my, uh, Maxie's been in the car business for years and years, and Maxie the third, I think, started there. We're going to find out a little bit about that. But now he's in the RV business and doing an unbelievable job. Actually, we bought our first RV from him. We did. We've also, of course, bought cars from Maxie and them, so we're just proud to have them both. But I'm going to start off with you, Max. Maxie, I just want to know – I guess everybody wants to know kind of how, how this got started, how as you got even got into it. I know your father was in it. We thought the world of him. He exercised at our clubs, and we just uh, thought the world of the whole family. But just tell us a little bit about yourself, how it got started, things like that. Well, the first question of the day should be, where's Loganville? Where's Loganville? Where's Loganville? Right. And so, you know, obviously when uh, I guess it was 1979, uh, me and my father, we were driving toward the University of Georgia one day. We come up. We came up to this corner, and my dad said, "You know what? That'd be a great used car lot." We weren't thinking about new Chevrolets back in those days. And so, as we drove and saw a sign on the side of it, it had a guy's number that my dad actually knew, and it was kind of funny, you know. Uh, and so, we ended up buying it, or he—I didn't buy it. He—he he bought it at that time, and we went in business, and it just kind of evolved from there. And that so it started with them with the used car dealers. That's right. So, right. so. It's kind of funny how it all works out sometimes. We were very successful there. We kept going around. Dad had me out buying cars then. I was 18. I would actually carry a briefcase, believe it or not how insane this is, carrying $10,000 in cash in a briefcase, <laughs> going up down Highway 41 buying used cars. You look back now, that's really crazy. Exactly. I mean, I mean you get hit in the head. Exactly. But, but when I walked into a store, they knew they didn't have to play a game. They knew I was going to pay them in cash. And so I was able to buy the used cars, you know, at a, at a respectable price. Then we'd, we'd come out there reselling. But every time they would say, you know, where is your car lot? And we would say, Loganville, Georgia. Well, back then, Loganville was sort of an unknown area. Nobody knew where Loganville was. And so they always said, where's Loganville? Exactly. Everywhere we went, where's Loganville? We're in Loganville. Well, where's Loganville? And so finally, we're sitting at a table one day, my father looks at me and he goes, you know what I want to do? I want to have a guy looking at a road map on television, turn around, look at the camera, and say, where's Loganville? Not where, but where, you know, like old country. <laughs> And so, Where's Loganville became very famous. It you, has. You, well, you've, you ask about Where's Loganville, but pretty much you, your father, your family, you have dominated the Atlanta market back in those days and still, even with used cars to new cars. You've been a little bit of everywhere. It's really amazing what you know, we were able to do by just doing entertainment. We did a crying mm -hmm. tile at one time That's where great. I was driving up 85, and I saw a, I stole the idea, but I saw a billboard that had a, 
a guy crying on the billboard, and I started talking to my dad about that. And I said, why don't we come up with something? He says, well, let's just do a crying tile routine. Every time I sell a car, I'm going to cry because it's so cheap. Yeah. Obviously, I don't know if you guys remember that or not. But oh, it became, we it, do. It, it, became, it, it, became, was, it became very It was famous. awesome. Everybody. Yeah. We, got, we got crying tiles from in the war of Iraq from servicemen. I mean, obviously, with back those days, and I guess now, too, with the satellites and stuff, it was going worldwide. So we were getting from countries all over the world. Now, let me ask you this, Max. With, of course, we talk a lot about this family. And in business, it's tough sometimes. So a lot of your family, I guess, when it started as Maxi Price Chevrolet, is that when the family kind of started working together? or just? Uh, well, we all pulled together. My okay. brothers, my sister, my brother and my sisters, we all pulled together that time. We were all trying to figure out how to make it work. Right. And then as we've been there for a little while, we, we, we were very successful there in the used car business. A small Chevrolet store up in Monroe came up for sale. And so my dad went up there and talked to him about buying it, and he ended up buying the franchise for seven hundred fifty thousand dollars at that time. And that was that was a lot of money at that time. You know, what oh, I mean, for yeah. seven hundred fifty. Now it's, you know, now they sell for millions, but they you know, but but he sold about for seven hundred fifty thousand. And so when we went to the closing, my dad wasn't aware that he had bought the property too. And so when they started signing over the deed to him, he just kept his mouth quiet. And, you know what I mean? Shut. And so he, you know, so he ended up buying the property and everything. He didn't know that the guy wanted to sell it so bad. He wasn't even thinking about that. He just wow. sold the whole thing to him. Unbelievable. So yeah. you had two at that time. Was there two, two lots? Did you have the one in Loganville? We had then? the one in Loganville and the one in Monroe. When we ended up buying the Chevrolet store, we had to talk Chevrolet into letting us put a, what they called a satellite dealership in Monroe, and it was really against their their program. So we were one of only two or three dealerships in the whole country that had actually two locations. And a lot of the dealers in Atlanta, because we were becoming such a name by just doing the, the silly advertising, becoming so well aware, and, and selling as many units as we were selling, uh, they wanted to keep us out of their territories. And so finally, because of the demographics got so strong toward Loganville, we were finally able to move our service department, which is what they were holding us out of, to Loganville. And it's just the rest of it's just history. We've been rocking and rolling ever since. Sounds good. We have a beautiful awesome. building, that's for yeah. sure. Now, let me ask you, with the um, COVID going on, it seems like you're still real busy. I mean, is, is that right? I mean, what's going on now? You know, COVID was, initially was a tremendous shock as far as it seemed like everything just stopped for a very short period of time, though, for like a couple of weeks or something like that. But eventually people started adapting like they always do they came in with masks we 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 set up strict rules on cleanliness we have a crew come in and clean the store twice a month for all to make sure there's no you know virus or try to do our best to keep the virus out of there and we we demand that everybody there wear a mask when they're in contact with another person and so uh and everybody's just adapted so really for us it's pretty been sort of smooth sailing ever since so it's the new normal it's the new normal it really is yeah all right, Max, we want to talk to you a little bit. Um, first of all, I've known this young man since he was playing ball. I'm not sure if he was seven, eight, six, something like that, but he played with my son. Uh, and just watching him grow has been unbelievable. Uh, Crystal and I went down to actually look at an RV that I was not going to buy that day. That I is a funny know. story in itself. And we sat there and actually talked a little bit about the RV, but mainly just talked about times and and all the great times we had and before we left we bought a great rv and enjoyed it so much well i think you told me i am not buying an rv and we spent three and a half hours with you and your dad 
And then before we left, he said, I bought an RV. But it was So you're great. a great salesman, yeah. Maxie. You know, I appreciate that. That's the number one compliment that any person can give a salesperson is we didn't intend to buy it today. So. Uh, and we you did. did your job. We just enjoyed it and uh, enjoyed your company. But I, I tell you what I am. I love business, and I've enjoyed watching you grow. Um, and I want to know a little bit about it. I know, uh, did you start in the car business, I guess, with the family? And how did it ever come to going to the RVs because you're doing a great job with it. Well, absolutely, yeah. I started in the car business. I started just as a young kid, you know, summer job, selling cars, washing cars, doing whatever we needed to do. And uh, it just kind of grew from there. Every summer in high school, every summer in college, after I graduated college, came in, started selling cars, and eventually uh, they moved me into the finance and insurance department. And so what that is is when you go in, if you need an extended service contract on your vehicle and to help you arrange financing with all the banks, I started doing that and did that for a year or so. And eventually I just decided that I wanted to go do my own thing. And so I ended up leaving there and was really, really, I was scared to death to go do it. And started out with one used RV that they had traded in at the car dealership. I didn't, didn't even mean to get into the RV business, really. I bought it to, uh, to have something to go spend some time with my friends, to go watch. I'm big into watching racing. We wanted to go watch the races. And, uh, yeah, kind of grew from there. Put it for sale and sold it before the race. So I had to buy another one. And and keep flipping them from there. So that's that's what happened. We ended up buying, or in, I ended up buying three of them before the uh, the race at Road Atlanta that year. That's and so yeah, just kind of figured that, hey, maybe there is a bit of demand for this in Loganville. We got a lot of population out there, a lot of people that want to go camping, and it's been uh, been great ever since. Well, let me ask you this: How was it when you went to your father and letting say, "Hey, Dad, I'm gonna get out of the car business. I'm going into the RV business." How was that? Or how? I'll, I'll tell you exactly what he said. He said, "I don't know I'm what your plan this. is. That's not much of a game plan, in my opinion." <laughs> I actually, I actually try to talk him out of it. I yeah. told him, "I just don't think there's going to be the demand in Loganville for what you're trying to do." But boy, has he shown me. I'm so glad he didn't listen to me because he has absolutely proved me wrong. And that's so important. We talked about that in our episodes before where sometimes as parents, we think we know what we or We think, oh, this is what my child needs to do. And you just never know. And you need to let them go and let them do what they want to do. Because every time I go by, you know, the RV place, it's packed. I mean, I love the people there. They're all so nice. So it's just a very professional brand company. And I'm just saying this, if you're looking for an RV, because I think it's up 300%, they're saying. It's just gone crazy. You ought to go see Maxie because it's just a very comfortable place. He has great RVs, so it'll be a good place to go. But well, I think success runs in your veins. Like with your whole family, you just all have been very successful. You're always very, very smart business-wise. You think out of the box. You're very creative, even with the commercials and everything that you do. So congratulations yeah, to all I, you've accomplished. I appreciate that. And I think that one thing that's really important for us is it's not about selling it's about taking care of your customer and so exactly. if you i know how i like to be treated when i go in and shop somewhere and if you just try to emulate that experience that's what's important i mean there's a guy zig ziglar but he says that you can have anything you want if you help enough other people have what they want and i truly believe that that is the right way to do it because look i mean it's not about selling something right that's the end result is is making a sale but it's trying to give people that experience and try to give them what they want and so that's how you run a successful business, in my opinion. And if you take care of them, they're going to tell other people about you. And all you got to do is just be honest with them and straight up. And we did that in the fitness industry and any business we've been in. We've just been straight up with people, and, and uh, it's always worked out for us. But let me ask you this. When you went to college, now, I guess where did you go to college? And I went to Hampton Sydney College in the thriving metropolis of downtown Farmville, Virginia. Okay. It's about as uh, a 
populous as you think that it is by that name. So. Right. Now, what did you study there? Studied economics and commerce. It's actually one of the top, I think it's the top 10 oldest schools in the country and one of the last three all-male colleges in the United States. Oh, that's unbelievable. Well, Max, let me ask you this. I know there's a lot of people out there wondering if they wanted to get into the business you're in. I guess the, there's always good and bad. Everybody looks and I always tell people there's no golden egg that everything's perfect. In business, things are going to happen. So what, what suggestions would you give them if they said, okay, I really want to get into either the probably starting off with the used car business or the new car business. What suggestions would you give them? Well, I mean, as you know, and both of you guys know better than anybody, is that you know, you, the only person that's going to stop you from doing anything is yourself. And so if you want to become a great salesperson or a great leader or a manager or whatever or own your own business, the whole key is just getting started. And it's like I told him when he went in this car business, I mean, this um, camper business, he goes, you know, what should I expect? And, I, and, and we still laugh about it because I said, just go out there, do the best you can, mess it up all you can, and then in a short period of time, by your failures and mistakes, you'll figure out how to make a living. You'll figure out how to make it work. You'll figure out how to make it where you'll get your numbers up. You'll make it work. And that's pretty much it, isn't it, Max? That's pretty much the way it works. Well, we definitely messed some things up, but yeah, here we are. Yeah. So, <laughs> But, no, it's but, been great. That's great advice. But, to get, but, to, but you know, the, the thing about the car business, the best thing about the car business is, yes, it's a, it's a great business. I, I think that selling is, you know, the car business is a Ph.D. in selling. I mean, you have to know a process. Selling is not just a matter of going up to somebody. and Obviously, people buy from who they like, but it's just not a matter of that. You actually have to have a process. You have to have a process to help people make the decision that they're trying to achieve because they're just as afraid that they're going to make a bad mistake. You know what exactly. I mean? They're, they're afraid they're going to get an error. Somebody's going to pull a trick on them or something like that. And so just as long as you give a customer all the information and you don't, you know, don't keep anything from them, you give them all the information where they can make an intelligent decision and you ask the right questions. Like, you know, like for example, if I get anybody in any business, any kind of advice, I would suggest that they – you know, concentrate on how they ask a question. And this maybe this is getting off a little tangent here, but it's for some reason it's just popped up in my head. To me, the most important thing is, is how do you ask a closing question? Like, like for example, when me and you were young guys and we, we were in high school and I had a pretty girl we wanted to go out with, we might say something like, you know, you know what do you think about, you know, me and you going out to dinner sometime, right? And that's not a closing question. You know what I mean? A closing question would be, Look, if if I can get us a trip to Dairy Queen, will you meet me at Dairy Queen? That's a yes or no yes answer, or no, you're right? right? And so those kind of things you kind of learn how to structure things on how to how to find out you know what the customer's trying to achieve and you know in a car business I wouldn't you know if somebody said you know like for example you know you would never say can you get what do you think about a three hundred dollar car payment? That's not a closing question. And you can use this in any kind of business you're in. You would say, look, if I can get you a $300 car payment and get you the car you want, will you buy from me today? And that's the real difference in selling and not selling. Does that make any sense? Yeah, 100%. I don't know how I got off on that tangent right there. No, I apologize for doing that. But no, just, you that's know. exactly but it, what we want to hear. It's also meeting the customer's need. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. but you have to really completely yeah. clarify it to where they say, yes or no so that you know you're on the right path just to say what do you think about it it's just not gonna well i think that's a lot of money i mean you know but you know but well, look if i can get you a 300 car payment on this lexus that you want will you go ahead and buy it from me and they'll say yes or no and if they say no you ask why and then you find out how to get it to a yes it's so it's true. on how you structure questions it is and i know in our business when i was in the fitness industry and in the car business 
we get bad raps. I mean, you know, the first thing that people think when they walk into a fitness, who, you know, are you going to be pressure. taking it? High pressure. Are you going to be taking advantage of? Am I going to get locked into a contract? So for, you know, we were in the business 30 years, and we pushed against that. I mean, we were pretty much like you said. We'd say, here's how we run it for everyone. And we did. Yeah. We did not give a deal to one and didn't give to someone else. Right. So and I, mean, I know the same for you. I mean, it's just a, something that I think you have to look people in the eye and say, hey, this is how it is with everybody. And uh, I think that was really important for you know us to make a, be successful in whatever we did. And you guys were very successful. You had the primo place in Gwinnett County back in those days and, and everywhere else you had them. You know what I mean? But you guys were rocking and rolling right. back in those days. Appreciate yeah. that. Maxie, how about you? If somebody said they want to get in because RVing is so big now, what would you suggest for them? I mean, any any other suggestions you would have for Right them? now, I would suggest that if you see one that you like, buy it because there's no inventory out there, guys. It's really tough. So with all the supply chain shortages because of the coronavirus, we're, we're limited on inventory. Normally have 150 or more in stock, and right now we maybe have 50 or 60. So we're about half of where we typically run. Wow. Well, Maxie... I congratulations on raising such an amazing son, but I know you also have an amazing daughter. I do have an amazing daughter. My daughter was my brainchild as well, and she actually went to Columbia Law School, and now she's a lawyer with uh, King and Spalding in Washington D.C. She does very well. Wow! Wow! I'm very good. fortunate. Let me knock on something. There you go. That's, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, so there was two children. Right. I have two right. children. That's it. Yeah, I remember. I remember, and this is. A while ago, you had to move, didn't you? Move because Arizona, wasn't it? When when we were when when Maxie was young, Maxie was a Maxie had some was a little sick at one time, you know, not you know just just some some health issues with asthma and those kind of things, or what not necessarily asthma, but we moved out there for the climate. But uh, he quickly outgrew that, and you can see right now he's an absolute bull. So all those <laughs> all those worries when I was a parent that there was you know he was going to have a hard time, but quickly passed when he started growing up. Well, I've actually known your family for, I mean, I'm, I remember you in high school. We, yeah, sure. You were my sister's age, so sure. I, I remember I've just known your whole family. I actually remember when your children were born. Sure. I've known you and your family for I've known you forever since forever. we were kids. It does, yeah. it does. Yeah. But with saying that, I loved your father. Your father had the best personality. He was always full of life and humor and he was great. I, I really, I really just always thought the world of him. But for me, it's like what, what one piece of advice do you remember for, that your father taught you and your mom too, because she worked for the dealership oh, yeah. as well. But one piece of advice that you always remember that your father gave you that you'll never forget. There's a couple of them. The first thing doesn't even have anything to do with the car business. He said, "Don't get mad at doing. Don't get mad at someone for doing what you would." That's so true. You know what I mean? And so there's been a lot of things I've gotten irritated with folks about, and I think, well, if I was in that position, would I have done the same thing? You know what I mean? And, you know, you, you, those kind of things. But, you know, what you were talking about, my father and his personality, really attitude is everything. Everything you know? is. Now, me being the son, I've seen both sides of that spectrum. A lot of times to get real pumped up, you have to go the other way. You know what I mean? Exactly. But as far as the person, and that, my dad was a great guy, no doubt about it. But as far as that persona, any time in public, he always wanted to emote, or whatever the word is, positive, you know, we those kind of things. We talk about that all the time, yeah. positive and negative, and so, huge. You know, and so, and even to me, I'm, I'm actually, it's ingrained in me to go around and tell everybody that I'm excited, because everybody just kind of gets tickled <laughs> when I do it. doesn't matter how slow and boring things are, they'll say, how are you, Max? I say, well, I'm excited. You know what I mean? It's just a natural reaction. But that's so important in business, you have to be pumped about what you're doing. Yeah, and you have to, and, and we've talked about this so many times, you have to believe in yourself but 
What I tell people, uh, I hear so many times, this guy, everything he touches turns to gold or this and this, and it's just not true. I mean, the thing is, you get up every morning like everybody else, and there's, there's two ways to look at this, this world. It's either positive or negative. And to me, it's so much easier to look at it positive. And there's going to be things in every single person's life. There's so many things in your life that I will never know about. And just like in, in Maxie uh, the third, we, there's things that are going to happen. It's just how you're going to handle the situation. And if you handle them positive, it just makes it a lot, lot easier to me. Well, Maxie, the same question goes to you as for your dad. I know that with you being around just so much of the business that your dad has done for so many years, do you have a piece of advice that sticks with you every single day? Yeah, absolutely. He already mentioned it. Don't be afraid to get out there and mess it up because that's, that's so true because I think that inertia is the number one thing that holds people back is getting the ball moving, absolutely just trying to get something started, not knowing where to start, being scared to start, being scared to do something or not having any direction at all. And if you can just get started and break that inertia, then you can pretty much do whatever you whatever you set your mind to. Sometimes it's fun, too, to figure it out. It is, yeah. Just be careful where you set your goals because if yep. you set them too low, then you're going to hit them. And yep. same thing if you set them too high. You're probably right. going to get to what your goal is. Exactly. Now, you're talking about maybe doing some expanding. So, yeah, that's something that I guess we can go ahead and yeah. talk about today. So. Yeah. Oh, so it's a surprise. Yeah, yeah. We haven't told anybody, but you guys will be the first ones to hear about it. Nice. So now, now you're going to have over a million people hear about it. That, hey, listen, we're excited <laughs> about that. So, you know, with taking what I've learned in the RV industry and couple it with what he has known in the automobile industry, and we've always wanted to do something as a joint deal with the two of us. And so we've got a piece of property up in Cleveland on 129, and it's going to be That's Maxi Price idea. RV and Auto. Is and so right? we're doing okay. a joint store together. So that'll be opening up October 1st is, uh, wow. is where we're going to have that thing well, up and running. we'll have to come see you. Yeah, come on. We're ready. That is great. That is <laughs> I mean, what do you say? Where's Cleveland? That's I guess everybody yeah. knows where Cleveland is. <laughs> yeah. so, well, that is great, yeah. man. I tell you. So where do you feel that the car business is going to go from now? I mean, do you think? Well, it's like, like Chris was talking to me earlier in the day. You know, it, you know it's, it's been kind of strange because this year, at the end of the year and beginning of the year, General Motors was on strike. And so we couldn't get a car built. And so we were struggling. We went from like 500 units, which is not a lot, but that's a new, if we want new cars only, 500 units down to about, uh, you know, about 200. And then they went off strike, and then the COVID hit. So then we went from that total of 500 down to about 25 or 30 units. So we were completely out of new inventory. So we had to adapt, and everything went used. And so if anybody's been buying a used car lately, they know that the market has gone through the roof. I mean, cars have gone through the roof. Well, I think that's kind of sort of settling down now because – General Motors is pumping the new car inventory out there. We're on target this month for a record new car month, and there's just a lot of pent-up demand. And so right now, there are new cars hitting the lot, so if you want to go buy you a new Chevrolet or whatever other product you want to buy, they're definitely coming out there right now. That's great. Well, with all the new models that they're remaking, and I know we talked about the Blazer, and you were talking about the Trailblazer yeah. kind of coming out with something new. There's a lot of choices, but uh, Chevrolet has just always been a number one for so many people. Yeah, it's a, it's a staple. But General Motors knows the program, too. They've, they've learned that the average customer wants, or the, not the average customer, the, the customer wants to have some variety. Mm -hmm. And so they actually just redo these vehicles about every five to seven years. Five years, they completely change these models. Exactly. Just like the new Corvette right now. You look at the new Corvette, it's a rocket ship. It's yeah. unbelievable. unbelievable. You know. So, Max, where do you think, uh, I mean, if somebody wants an RV now, I mean, it's tough. So what, what suggestions would you give? You know, I mean, we're starting to get a little bit of inventory coming back in. We got really low, just like he did with the, uh, with the Chevrolets. And we had... 15, 20 new RVs in stock, you know, and normally, like I said, we're over 100. Mm -hmm. 
And so we're starting to get a little bit of selection back in. And I think that right now is a great time to buy. I think that we have we finally have the selection back where if you do come to the dealership and you and you take a look around, we're going to have something that you absolutely fall in love with. Well, how did you decide which RVs that you're going to sell? Because I know when we came down to see you, we now notice when we're on the road, you, that's all you, you just pass RVs and travel trailers and just all different kinds. There's so many of them. I mean, it's like an endless market or an endless supply of those different types. How did you decide to go with your brand? So I sell several brands. The, the majority of our, our business of new RVs is a brand called KZ. It's built up in Shipshawana, Indiana. It's a really well-built product. And uh, up until recently, it was family-run. They sold, ended up selling uh, at the end of 2014 to Thor Company, which is one of the, one of the biggest manufacturers, the largest manufacturer publicly traded company um but yeah really i just got lucky to be honest with you we, we picked them and it was a family-run business and that was important to us being a family-run business as well and it just it really just took off and they uh they built a great product well they're amish they're amish built they're, they're oh you know they're built well then yeah. we had a connect we loved it i'll yep. tell you right now we, we loved did. it we, so. we loved it so so we went to <clears> one of their I guess what do you call the things where we go out there and meet them for their showing sort of one of their shows and oh the rallies and, and the guy that actually owned the company uh I was looking at Maxie and I go you think he's gonna know who you are Maxie he goes he's not gonna know who I am because they're huge right, right. but I, we walked up to him and Maxie goes hey I'm from so-and-so and he looks at him he goes are you Camper Cat which was one of the one of the companies he had set up initially with him right. so the guy that owned the company knew who he was because he was selling so many campers there in Loganville Georgia that is great that is yeah. unbelievable and they yeah they're, they're a huge company well we're proud to have both of you uh, if you're looking for a car especially a Chevrolet or a uh, RV these are the guys to go to we know them we've known them all our life we think the world of them so we appreciate both of you being here today talking to us and giving us a little information uh, Crystal's going to give you a little information on how to get in touch with us and also the prices. So thank you again, both of you. Well, definitely. We're, we're very grateful you invited us on. Yeah, thank yes. you guys very much. Yes, sir. Well, we've known you for so long. We feel like actually you're, you're family to us as well. But uh, we just definitely have always thought the world of your parents and just your whole family. We've just known them forever. So just a fabulous family, fabulous business that you have going for Maxi Price Chevrolet and Maxi Price RV. Please visit these guys um, on the web. You can connect with them, you know, phone. Uh, I think you're on Facebook. Yeah, we uh, try to do Facebook Live all the time. So yep. just you got to like our page or subscribe to the page. You, yeah. need, to, you need to go see his, his, his Facebook. What are, the, what are the things that you run, the little... The little advertisements you have. You need to go to his website. They really, they really will make you laugh. Well, he he's he's definitely it. got his granddad in him. I was going to say, it comes yeah. natural, and it's, yeah. yeah. You know, everybody's always giving us a hard time saying, why Maxi Price? What kind of name is that for a dealership? That's the, the maximum. Not the most money. Yeah, yeah. the most right. of the highest <laughs> price. Well, it's right. a very well-known so, name. <laughs> right, yeah. So a lot of people don't realize that actually is our name, right? And so, but, uh, so we both got characters that we do. So his, his character is... Uh, lowest price and oh those are old though yeah, yeah, but, but we, yeah but my sister lois she's the lowest price yeah i mean you know <laughs> oh my lowest and many price yeah i've got one that i call the little littlest price and i've got a a guy that does a great job doing our videos and so he has just me and whatever clothes i'm wearing but he's shrunk me down where i'm 
six or seven inches tall standing on the yeah, desk. Like, like mini me. But oh, it's, yeah, they're, they're, cool. they're, they're dumb, but they're hilarious. Hey, and they get, so many, they get so many thousands and thousands of views on his site. People he, remember him. He keeps telling me that I've got to start doing that to, yeah. to keep get up with what's people. going on. Yeah, That's the world today, that's, that's for it. sure. Yeah. Podcast and everything's the world today. That's right. But everybody always needs a laugh, right? Yeah, yeah no, they're fun. Yeah, go to MaxiPriceRV.com, I guess, it's, right? Well, it's Facebook.com slash MaxiPriceRVs, RVS. We'll try. That's what we've got to do. And watch them. I mean, they just, we'll they just, they just make you laugh. Unbelievable. I mean, you know. That's yeah. great. Well, Maxie and Maxie, Tim and I, we greatly appreciate you both being here today. Um, we, You have such a, just a fabulous family, great family, uh, full of success for your business uh, for so many years. So congratulations on everything that you've done from start to finish. Um, Maxie, I think that you are um, is just such a young and, upcoming entrepreneur in your own self so congratulations for that and we're real proud for everything that you've done and that your your father has led you to and of course that you know from your grandfather so congratulations for everything that has happened uh, from your journey now thank you for that appreciate it yes you're welcome uh thanks for sharing your business success and your family journey with all of us in our audience you can listen live here on business radio x or you can visit your favorite podcast app. You can also visit our website at www.mansour, that's M-A-N-S-O-U-R, international.com. To catch up on all of the episodes, we look forward to talking to you again here on Business Made Simple. And until then, watch, watch what, what you, you wish, wish for. It, it might, might come, come true. true.